Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Hey guys, welcome to CarCast. Let me just uh, say a word from our friends at Dodge. You know, Dodge was ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal for mass market brands by J.D. Power. It's the first U.S. brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So see your local Dodge dealer or visit Dodge.com to schedule your test drive. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk about uh, just some updates on the Ford Bronco. We've got uh, some horsepower and MPG numbers for you, a little uh, status about the F-150 all-electric vehicle that's going to be coming out, and a very special announcement from Bill and I. Uh, we've got some a new project that we're working on we'd love to tell you guys about. Not necessarily car-related, but tune in and hopefully you guys will will dig it. But before we get started, a word from our friends at Meguiar's. You know, over the last few years, Meguiar's launched the next generation of protective products specifically geared toward DIYers. And now they have their new hybrid ceramic line of products. They have a hybrid ceramic spray wax. This is the one that's in the bright blue bottle. It's got their advanced SiO2 hybrid technology that delivers a ceramic wax protection and durability beyond traditional wax. They also have their hybrid ceramic liquid wax. This is the the same benefits of uh, of the spray wax, but this is the long-lasting ceramic protection in an easy-to-use wax. Their hybrid ceramic spray detailer is one of our favorite products as well. It's for in-between boosted maintenance. It removes dust, fingerprints, bird droppings, and helps boost that additional shine. And this year, they've included their new product. It's their hybrid ceramic wash and wax. This is in the bright orange bottle. It's the unique two-part liquid system all in one bucket. It gives a nice wash and protection all at the same time. So Meguiar's, they have a hybrid ceramic solution for everyone. It's ceramic made easy. It's Meguiar's. Hello, welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator. DeAndre here with Bill Goldberg. Good morning. How are you? As much as I, lo- as much as I love that sound, it makes me miss not being behind the wheel of my charger so much more. Yeah. Um, I get it. Actually, I want to bring that up. We've got a handful of things I want to touch on today. It's just some news and some updates on some things and a little bit of a, an announcement from us. A couple of announcements from us that I want to uh, tell you guys about that we're pretty excited about. But... Um, before we get into it, well, first let me just hit Geico real quick. And I want to ask you about your car because I saw what you posted or Gearheads posted laying down some big numbers. Um, our friends at Geico, you guys own your home or you rent your home. Either way, we know it can be a lot of hard work. But you know what's easy, of course, is bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And we know that's a good thing because you already have so much to do around your home already. Just go to geico.com and get a quote and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. All right. So just a quick update before we uh, spend too much time on uh, on our projects. But um, the TRX stuff, we've got updates on that. But you sent the uh, the nickel, right, the triple nickel uh, a red eye challenger Um uh, just a little update. You, you, your neighbor it felt like a redheaded. Here's the deal. It yeah. felt like a redheaded stepchild, and it, and there was an empty space on the trailer, so I sent it down to Mario. It's the only car that I haven't modified at this point. It's the only Virgin Hellcat motor that I have had. Uh, so you know, I mean, 
you got to put various packages on various cars and we were we were missing a package and so we <laughs> hey, <laughs> i go. sent the red eye down and hey why not man it is it's not why it's why not so, so uh, we, I've got something that's fun to play with now. But the only problem is now I have to buy an E85 gas station. <laughs> an E85 gas station. Jesus um, Christ. So this is the car that I saw. We had it up at uh, Spring Fest when we were doing the drag racing a couple years back, uh, you know, pre-Rona, of course. Uh, we had a good time out there. You brought that car out. Um and I remember the wrap on it being very cool, right? Because you ended up doing the gloss on the triple nickel and the satin wrap on the flat pieces on the hood and the trunk lid. It looked good. And as you're developing these uh, Goldberg's Garage like power packages, that was a car that was available that did not have a power package on it yet. You sent it down, and there. it was a re- and it was a red eye, right? So we hadn't done a red eye yet. So you know we, we had to see how it would take. Now it's taken quite well so far. Now, um, Gearhead Fabrications is in Florida. They've got, what, 93 octane. They've got access to E85 as well. I'm, I'm guessing that the dyno poll that was posted up on Instagram was an E85 poll uh, with, uh, with one of your packages on it now. What, what do you got, stage two? Stage- personally, personally, I believe it was a 93 poll. Yeah, I think so too. Because you know, I don't think they converted it. it. Yeah. yeah. And, so and that's, then, that's and, fairly and, impressive. And what stage? What's which package you did he put on there? Do you know stage, stage two package? Two. Yeah. So I saw the dyno video, and correct me if I'm wrong. It made nine sixty nine sixty two to the tires. Why not? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's, already, it's already it's already got more horsepower than the the, the carbon Challenger six speed, right? So no, I mean, well, it's got ten more. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's now part of the family, and uh, let's go have some fun with it. And it's an automatic, and so you know, I don't have an automatic that's near a thousand horsepower to the tires, other than the charger. But so yeah, I mean, <clears throat> why not? I don't. Well, it, it, I like that car. I always like the color combination on it. If I remember, you put you did wheels on it as well, right? You did a yeah, HREs on yeah, it, you know, nitos all the way around. But other than that, it hadn't been touched. Do you have drag radials on it? At this point, no. No. But I'm going to need to put them on. You're going to need to put them on. I know we brought this up before, but when you put... I haven't writ, written on the um, on the Nitto drag radials, but a lot of people do, and I hear good things about them. Definitely. Uh, do you, Are they comfortable, and do you notice the difference in traction? 100%. A hundred percent, and uh, especially I noticed the difference when it rains. Yeah, and well, then there's the no roads, traction. <laughs> yeah, and when the roads have ruts in them. Yeah, because that's the problem right now. You know, I live off of the ten, and it's notoriously known here in Texas to be worked on. You know, for the last hundred years, and so um, there's a lot of construction going on around the house, and it's it's literally my route every single day to any place I want to go, and so that is the only thing that precludes me from using drag radials all the time because the, the ride is not bad whatsoever. Right. Cause it's soft. Nice. It's a softer compound. So it'd be absorbing, you know, some, they some just the, track, they yeah. track horribly, you know, and it's um, other than that, you know, I have absolutely no complaint with them, but the NT five, five, five or whatever it is, yeah. is a great tire, man. I love that tire. It's not a drag radio, but it's the closest thing you can get to it. But I've it's, got it's rain, rain tire. 
I've got the NT Triple Five G twos, the new version of the Triple Fives. Um, I've got them on my truck. I've got them on my Lightning, and I've got two ninety fives really? on all four corners. Um, I, I bet that rides nice, and actually, it does. It runs good. I mean, I, you know, my 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 engine is anemic, and the transmission is crap, so it doesn't put down a, a ton of power, but. I went to a, a 295 tire in the front as well. Now, we've the wheels are staggered, 9s and 10s, yeah. but I've got 295, 45, 18s on all four corners. It's a great ride. And it, it rides it rides fine. You know, we did the steering upgrade, so it's a little bit more sensitive in the steering. Mm-hmm. And the solid steering shaft, I do get a little bit of, of, of vibration because there's no more rag joint and all that stuff. Understandable, though. But honestly, it, it, rides, it rides fine. I mean, as far as the handling of – the performance of the tires on that are absolutely fine. and That's my go-to tire on all my street cars. And I, and I keep thinking, it's like, do, do I go to the triple fives or the NTO fives, uh, which is their other street tire? And I was like, you know what? The triple fives were, were fine for me. I am curious to know when I start adding a lot more power, what's it going to do? Because I'm debating about that on the Mustang Cobra as well. You definitely need them for that car. Yeah. As much as it doesn't rain in California, 100% you need them for that car. Uh, speaking of the Mustang Cobra, because we haven't talked about it in a while, just a little update on it is, you know, you guys know that um, where I'm kind of held, I'm about 85% done on that car. There really is quite a bit, a lot done on it. Uh, we just did a photo shoot on the interior. We installed a shifter uh, low car. Our friends at low car made this very cool sort of modular shifter. It, it bolts on to like a T5 or a Tremec transmission, or in my case, I have a six-speed Tremec T56, a Tremec Magnum. And it it allows you to, to spin the shifter around on the transmission, um, sort of front, back, side to side, uh, essentially. And then the stick itself, you can change the angle. And there are set screws for the two things. So you can actually make the the stick kind of forward a bit or back a bit and then um, change the angle of it and have it lean toward you or lean back or lean forward, however you want it. So um, I have one of those. I don't think anybody's done like a Mustang installation and one of the Mustang magazines wanted some information. So they sent me one. I'm going to use it in the car. And I just did the installation and photographed a hundred photos, you know, and sent it and said, you guys can do whatever you want, which is, uh, worked out pretty, pretty good. Um, but developing the supercharger bracket is where I kind of got held up and I wanted to do a, fr- a whole new front engine accessories and develop my own supercharger bracket and get it to work and then you know talking with the uh, with Tom Nelson and Nelson Racing Engines and he was telling me more about how he builds his engines and the durability of the engines and the load on the crank and and you know it's very common to to you know, you basically have your engine, you have your front engine accessories, that drive belt uh, in front of it, and then the supercharger pulleys would go in front of that, closer to the radiator. Um, but the supercharger belt needs to be pretty tight. And as a result of that, it puts more load on the snout of the crank, right? Because it's so far out, close to the radiator, it basically puts load on the on the crank. So he developed his supercharger kits that the supercharger belt is very, very close to the engine between the engine and the front engine accessories. 
So, so his supercharger belt is basically right off of the, the, the balancer. And then the accessories are in front of that with a little bit lighter load on that belt. So for the LS, it would be a lot lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can get this kit for the LS engines. You cannot get it for the Ford engines. So, <laughs> uh, uh, so at at his place, I photographed everything to get an idea of what he was doing, and then I reached out to ATI. They make the dampers, the balancers, whatever you want to call them. Um, and I said, "Hey, I've got this idea. I want to run my supercharger off the damper." Uh, what can we do? And they said, well, we'd have to make it. And can we take the, can we take the damper the, from a Ford and basically put a pulley like sort of cage around it off of one of the GM vehicles? And, and they said, yeah, we can do it. But, um, you know, the, the crank pulley, which is four bolt on my Ford would be three bolt from the GM. And I was like, well, if that's all I have to worry about is is the crank pulley bolt pattern, I'll work around it. So they made me a balancer with a an eight-rib supercharger belt pulley on it. And I said, great, make me two of them. So one for my truck and one for the Mustang. And <laughs> now that I have the, the engine in the Mustang is in the car, and the engine for the truck from Dart, I'm building on the stand. So now Perfect. I'm able to go back and forth and say, let me test fit this and then see if it fits there. And I know the truck is a 351 block and the Mustang's a 302. That it, It's just attaching to the cylinder head. So for mm-hmm. the most part, it'll all go on the same, except the truck will be out a little bit further and, the, and, the, and on the car will be in a little bit further. But... I'm I'm mostly just figuring out the bolt pattern for the bracket, bolt pattern for the supercharger, any idle or pulley, any tensioner pulley that I need to do, and then if I need to make some modifications to the two brackets for the two engines, I can. But basically, one design should be able to accommodate both engines. I reached out to Procharger, and I said, hey, guys, I have this thought. I'm going to reverse the supercharger. I'm going to mount it here. Do you happen to have a supercharger I can develop with? Don't give me anything new. I need I need a prototype kind of thing. I need a reverse rotation. I need the pulley on the other side, and I need it clocked. <laughs> you know, I need it clocked like the opposite, like the two o'clock and whatever. And I talked to them, and they said. They said, "Yeah, we've got a couple of like old supercharger shells. We got them out." But you could still mount a pulley on it, and I just got it in the in the mail a couple days ago. Open it up, and it's kind of a dinged up, you know, rough around the edges, raw aluminum supercharger. Uh, just a test supercharger that probably tested like internal pieces and use it. And you know, they use it for mock up, so they send it to me, and then um, I send it back to them, and then they send it to somebody else, uh, and. So I got it out of the box, put it, held it up near kind of where I wanted it. It's it's fucking perfect. It looks like it's going to be – it fits in the engine bay perfectly. Um, and my idea on the intercoolers for the Mustang, it looks good. So now I'm going to start working on those brackets uh, to see if I can get it done. But 
I, I think we might be able to pull this off. I've got to figure out the idler pulleys and the tensioner pulley, but the fitment of the supercharger and where the pulleys line up so far and where it's going to connect to the intercooler looks pretty good. It's going to be compact. It's going way too smooth, man. Something's going to Yeah, well, we've got a lot of work to do. <laughs> Come on. Uh, this is – in all the photos that I posted previously of the wood brackets and stuff you guys saw back there, I, that that was with the supercharger with the crank pulley all out front. And I was like, hey, I just don't like where it's going. So I ended up starting over. Um, and it's looking – it's going to be interesting. I'm going to start getting some photos and stuff for you guys on that. But I wanted to give you a quick update on it because it, it turned out to be – it, it, it's a positive update. Yeah, That's it's a good, it's a good, That's it's great. a good update. It looks like it's going to be heading in the right direction. I can't wait to get the goddamn thing uh, done. But having having the space and having the shop there, um, as and I keep moving stuff over and tools and parts and things every time I come out to the studio. But it's getting a little bit uh, better. So anyway, quick update on that. Um, and it just reminded me when I saw your dyno video, I keep walking over my car and there's no more motivation than having that car in front of me every day when I'm in the shop. I'm like, I just want to drive this goddamn thing. And uh, so now I'm, I'm doing a little work on it uh, every closer. day just to get it, get it going. I have uh, some shocking news to, to uh, let. Okay. Let well, out. you hold that. I know we've got other shocking news, but I have something really shocking. I was in a Ford dealership the other day. What? <laughs> oh, and- about that were you shopping for a bronco <laughs> gage's 15th birthday was monday and yeah. i took him in to build his bronco to build his bronco wow uh all right so i've got some bronco news that's exciting um let me uh tell you guys about, uh bd power booster pd uh bd power <laughs> ts booster say goodbye to that dead laggy throttle pedal feeling and enjoy quicker response and acceleration with the bd power ts booster the ts booster amplifies the signal between the throttle pedal and the ecm for quicker reaction time forcing your performance curve to occur sooner the factory connection plugs right in means it's a painless installation, giving you six acceleration levels and a security mode if you want. There's no need to program. It's TS Booster, sophisticated AI. It does all the work for you. Uh, it basically learns the appropriate settings for your particular application from your throttle inputs. You just plug it right into that OBD2 port, and it can unplug whenever you want it. So check out tsbooster.com and enter code CARCAST. To get $50 off your purchase, that's tsbooster.com, code CARCAST. Uh, yeah, Broncos um, looking good. This chip shortage is kicking the shit out of everybody and, yes. and everyone's financials, all the car companies. And uh, I think VW had a statement recently. I was talking to some of the people at VW and uh, – uh, the, their boss over there was like, "This is going to screw up for our financials big time for the next year." Uh, so hopefully it doesn't delay things. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to end up rolling things out. But this is you mentioned. I don't know. They all turned white when I said, "When's it going to be delivered?" Yeah, I know. I'm sure so many people <laughs> are asking that. I'm trying to not be a pain in the ass about by asking stuff because I'm still told that my Mustang is being built in about a week. And I get it about a month after that, so I don't know if if it even uses computer chips in the same way. I don't even know what's going on there, but uh, I'm I, I'm 
Maybe they're. Pa- I, don't know. I, don't- I mean, what I'm maybe whatever they have is allocated to certain vehicles, right? Like there's certain things, and there's different chips for different vehicles. They wouldn't tell you it was being built if they didn't have a chip. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not calling. I'm not making a fuss about it because I don't want them to, to jinx it or anything. But but you're doing it here. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but what I'm doing is the exciting part. I'm not busting their balls about where's my car, what's going to happen, where's the chip, what's going on, what's the update. You're in- indirectly doing exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Well, they don't listen to this. They'll hear. Um, all right. So uh, some some horsepower and uh, fuel economy numbers have been leaked on the new Bronco. Obviously, Bronco Sport is out. We know all about that. Uh, but this is what we found out that the two engine options for the Bronco are the 2.3 liter turbo four cylinder and the 2.7 liter turbo six cylinder. And uh, happy to report that the 2.3 liter turbo four will be 300 horsepower and 21 miles per gallon combined, um, which is more than we were initially told, about 30 horsepower uh, more than we were told. So the base four-cylinder, 300 horsepower, 325 pound-feet of torque. The six-cylinder will be 330 horsepower, but 415 pound-feet of torque, right? So are you ordering the six or the four? Look, it would be the six. It would be the six. Like right. Gage really needs three twenty-five. All right, so three thirty horsepower, four fifteen pound feet, pound feet of torque, which is about twenty horses and fifteen pound feet more than we thought. So three thirty is going to be good. For the first time good. in my life, I'm pissed off about getting more horsepower. Yeah, <laughs> getting more horsepower. Yeah, and I don't want, and I I don't want to bring it up to uh, to. To gauge, but we've seen very good responses with just a handheld tuner on the 2.3. And Mario the 2.7. has already chimed in on it, believe me. You know, um, and I'm sure Mario's going to say, hey, with a tune, and maybe I'm sure he's going to look at the cooling, right? Intercooler upgrades, things like that. That's kind of the go to move. Um, and then the induction, like what is he doing to get more air in? Uh, what I mean is, is is a bigger filter, some sort of cold air package or what sort of uh, – you know. and of course, always thinking about emissions and legality and things like that. But to be able to do a tune on it, I bet, I bet on 93 octane, it's 50 to 60 horsepower bump on top of that 330s. I, I bet you're going to be very close way. to 400 horsepower. Put it this way. If it comes in before his 16th birthday, which is a year and three days, you know, yeah. three days ago or whatever, <laughs> yeah. um, then we will have him tune it and detune it when we hand it over to him. <laughs> yeah, right. The flip switch, the dad's driving and uh, Gage's driving. Um, I got to wear a wig when I, yeah. wear, when I drive it. Though. I can't <laughs> be driving. I can't let anyone. Oh, you got to disguise yourself. I have to. Just never leave the property. It'll be like the spy. He tried photos. to sell me the Shelby Shelby truck in there while I was there too. And yeah. when I pulled up in the in the TRX, and they went, oh, "Okay, we get it, <laughs> we get it." Yeah, <laughs> and then not a stock TRX. Um, anyway, we're talking about fuel as well because we're talking about the horsepower ratings on Octane and Ford's thing is what they've been doing for a while. A lot of car companies have been doing this. Is 
is the maximum horsepower is rated at the 93 octane, but mm-hmm. um, you can run the vehicles on less octane. So listen, if you want to cut a little power out of Gage's car, just make sure 87 is the mandatory. <laughs> we don't have any need for messing with the gas. We've got so many ways we're going to fix this vehicle up for him. Uh, yes. All right. So <laughs> it'll be restricted. If, if you run it on 87, the 300 horsepower four cylinder is rated at 275. And the 330 horsepower V6 is rated at 315. So not, not a huge difference. Like you're still fine. The big, the, the numbers are, are, you lose 10 pound-feet of torque on the four-cylinder, and you lose five pound-feet of torque on the six-cylinder by going to 87. Yeah, you know? It's all good. We'll stay at 87. It's cheaper. Yeah. So you can, you can do that. Oh, so and then we said what? We said 21 miles per gallon. The four-cylinder is 20 miles per gallon city, 22 highway, 21 combined. The V6 is 18 city uh, 20 highway, 19 combined. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of what I expected. I think people were expecting maybe a little bit better fuel economy, but, um, you know, Give take. it is what it is. Good. Is what it is. That's what you guys are going to get. Um, probably in 2022. Yeah, probably in 2022. So, <laughs> I I I got a call from uh friends at Ford corporate the other day. And uh I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> I don't want your car was going to be done. <laughs> no, I did I did ask about my car. I did ask about my car. Uh they they were planning some content with me. They said, "Hey, we've got a big announcement. You're going to hear it in the news in 48 hours." Uh, but just want to talk about what we can do together. And I said, great. Yes. What do you, and then, uh, he's like, well, we've got an electric truck coming out. I was like, um, really? I was like, yeah, the, the new F-150 lightning. He's like, I didn't say what it was called, but it is an electric truck. Um, and then of course, 48 hours later, the, the, the press release on the on the lightning came. It came didn't out. take Einstein to figure that one. Out. Yeah, and uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do some interviews and stuff with those guys. But uh, yes, the new all electric Ford F one fifty. The official debut will be virtual, like a live stream event, May nineteenth. So it's coming up. You gotta have your truck there. Uh, I I I brought that up to them. They're like, "Yeah, you're not going to believe this, but there's no shortage of really nice lightnings running around town." I was like, "Yeah, I know, it's fine." Um, but uh, uh, you can tune in. Like, I guess it's on Facebook or YouTube and Twitter. It's going to be the live stream. You're going to get all the specs on the thing. Um, but uh, there are a few things that we do know about the the lightning. It will. Uh, it will have an onboard generator like the hybrid version, so you can plug in things. You can power your tool site, plug in your house, whatever you want. Obviously, it's limited to how long you can do that because there's no. Can you plug it into itself? I don't know. I don't think you can charge itself, but I'm sure someone's going to try. Right? It it will tow heavy trailers. Those of you thinking like, hey, how, 
what's going to be its capabilities. It's still meant to be a very functional truck. Uh, it has to tow. It has to haul stuff. It has to have good range. Um, it's going to receive over-the-air updates as well. It's going to ha- uh, actually even more capable because it's electric. It's going to have a front trunk. It's going to have a frunk uh, uh, space as well. Um, and you will be able to to haul some pretty sizable objects. Now, we looked a little bit at the Rivian, right? And the Rivian is a smaller truck than the F-150, but it's got the frunk. It's in the back of the bed. It's got storage underneath. Uh, so there's a lot going on. So the F-150 is going to have some similar things. And uh, Jim Farley, CEO of Ford, when he tweeted it out, um, he said – it will be the highest horsepower and most torque from an F-150 ever. Uh, and he implied it would be the quickest one they have made so far. Definitely faster than the previous generation Lightnings. And, of course, we mean that to be the Gen 1 and the Gen 2, which is the supercharged you know, uh, uh, mod motor Lightning. So when we were talking a week ago... Saying, hey, you know, we've got Tremor, we've got Raptor, we've got Raptor R coming out. Sport truck needs to happen, right? So now it looks like the electric F-150 Lightning. Um, I'd love to see a, you know, kind of a short bed standard cab configuration with uh, – you know, with with all the uh, electric power you can throw in it, I think it'd be kind of kind of fun to uh, get my truck and that truck side by side. But anyway, that's that's going to be interesting news um, about about that. That's cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I'm nice. excited to see it. I am excited to see it. I I, you know, one of the things we've talked about before was using electrification, not just. You know, for a clean air or whatever, not just Prius or, you know, Nissan Leaf or Chevy Bolt. I get that portion of it. But doing it for a performance, for a functionality thing, you know, the functionality that we like, making trucks more badass, making uh, sports cars and SUVs more sporty, quicker, you know, filling in the gap of turbo lag on some of the, the supercars that are out there. Like, there's some pretty cool. If you ask me, that's 100% of what's going on right now because the clean air thing hasn't been mentioned. I mean, it's a foregone conclusion. Everybody knows it, obviously. That's what started the the craze, but it doesn't seem as if that's a focal point right now by any means. I mean, I guess the argument that can be made for people want to feel good about the clean air stuff. I get that portion. That's the part that the government is pushing, but it's not fun. Right, and we we still enjoy our cars. We want them to be fun. So yes, the byproduct of of cleaner air. Now we say cleaner air, but we're not going to get in a discussion about how you charge your car and where that's coming from. Um, let's just where talk about let's just talk about it while it's on the road. But if the byproduct is cleaner air, we're focusing more on the fun aspect, right? Can we get something that that's fun to drive and kind of hauls ass and and has some great performance numbers to it? You know, um, you know things like but then that. it's I mean, aesthetically what... pleasing at the same time, right? So right. they were. If you ask me, the two biggest issues in uh, the onset of electrification was uh, uh, yeah, uh, goofy obviously, obviously the looks. <laughs> the looks have a lot to do with it, right? 
right? I mean, because of guys like us. I mean, we the practicality of electrified vehicles, I completely understand and I, I'm a firm believer. But aesthetically, they look like shit. It looks like an egg. You know, they have no yeah. character whatsoever. So, yeah, to get people in them, they got to the, – the fast thing initially only got a certain amount of people in it. But it, aesthetically, it has to be, you know, palatable. Yeah. Right? So now they're they're getting what the hook is, I believe. Yeah. We we want obviously we want the cars that look good. We want the cars that perform. We want the cars that we can even personalize and modify on our own. Some of those things. I I obviously I say we, you know, people listening to us on this yeah. type of show, that's kind of what we're 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 talking about for the most part. But um, all right, so let me tell you guys about Empire Covers. And uh, Chris, if you get a chance while I read this, can you bring up that video, that sound clip of the Z06 Corvette? Because I want to mention that as well. There was some spy footage of the Z06 being tested with the flat plane crank V8 9000 RPM. 9000 RPM. And it's just fantastic. So I want to touch on that. But uh, our friends at Empire Covers, they've got a deal going on. Um, let me tell you about it. Nowadays, cars are designed to keep you safe on the road, but are you providing the same protection for your car off the road? Well, that's where Empire Covers comes in. They have high-quality, affordable covers engineered to protect against rain, UV rays, tree sap, pollen, anything that damages your vehicle paint. Uh so for premium protection, they've also got their American Armor cover. It's proudly made in their Kentucky factory, and they've got it for RVs, boats, motorcycles, and more. You're going to need some of these, Bill, when uh, when the hail rolls in. It's going to be 100 no, degrees dude, now, I'm and then the right hail's going to roll in. I've been, I've been dodging it for the last week. Like, they, I mean, so, yeah, that's why I'm snick, snickering over here. As soon as the hail stops, it's going to be 100 degrees, and the sun's going to be beating down. And this, this, is, <laughs> exactly. this, this protects that from it as well. All these covers come with a free multi-year warranty. And here's the deal. You get free sh- shipping plus an extra 15% off your entire order with promo code CARCAST. Just go to empirecovers.com slash CARCAST. Use promo code CARCAST at checkout. It's Empire Covers. Protect what you love. Right. So we know the Corvette C8, badass vehicle. People are modifying, getting crazy power with them. They're uh, everywhere. Uh, yeah, we're seeing turbo versions hit the streets. I know Lingenfelder is doing a bunch of stuff. He speaks so highly of of the vehicle. Uh, but we knew there was going to be hotter versions of this thing. And I just can't – and we don't know all of the specs. We don't know the pricing. But just based off of the base price of the C8 of about sixty grand, um, you know, Alistair from Edmonds told us Edmonds bought theirs for about 80000 with a few options. It just got in my head that somewhere around this hundred, hundred ten thousand dollar range, excuse me, you could get the new Z06, and they out on uh, GM's proving grounds, they were doing some acceleration acceleration testing, and listen to some of this and just think. Ferrari, Ferrari 488, Ferrari, you know, 458. Think of some of this high winding 9,000 RPM. Nice. Yeah, it's got a good sound. 
It's got a good sound to it. I, the, you can see the photo. A bunch of websites have it. It's all over YouTube, Autoblog. All the guys have it up there, and you can see the guy. It's all wrapped in the camouflage and whatever, but they, they're just doing acceleration starts. You just hear the squeal. They're just drag racing that thing. Um, I don't know if, if they're testing launch control or just trying to do it on their own, but you get up into those upper RPMs, it's sounding pretty good. So the question <laughs> we were asking... Uh, Adam and I were at, were wondering: Is the C8 is a pushrod engine right now? But is this new flat plane crank engine going to be an overhead cam? It's going to be like a dual overhead cam engine. Is going to com- completely? <laughs> is it a completely new engine for that, or are they doing some sort of pushrod flat plane crank version? You know, I don't. I don't really know. I I, I think it's going to be new. I think it's going to be overhead cam i'm sure there's there's buzz about it out there but um and then the of course the question is will they offer that at some point as a crate engine in the chevy performance parts catalog now for ford they have a lot of great crate they have a lot of great crate engines in the ford catalog but they never offered the flat plane crank uh engine from the gt350 as a crate engine was always meant to be unique to that car create some value and uniqueness for that car now the 5.2 liter engine and the gt350 there's a standard crank version the 5.2 illuminator and it makes good power that is a crate engine but not with that flat plane crank but gm has often taken a lot of their very popular street engines and offered crate versions of them right lt4s even now um uh, the supercharged packages from from the cadillac ctsv those were everywhere at SEMA when that came out so there's money to be made there so i'm wondering uh will this engine be special for this car or will it be a crate engine i love the car but i'm always thinking two steps ahead what sort of badass, you know, what's going to happen at the, the next, you know, Optima Streetcar Invitational two years from now? Are they going to be running? Is everybody going to be running around with these high whining? They're going to have C10 trucks and Gen uh, 1 Camaros all sound like Ferraris out there. Great possibilities, man. You know, <laughs> um, I think it would be, uh, it'd be great to see. Uh, all right. So we've got, um, we've got a couple of other things going on. Um, Oh, I just want to touch on this real quick. Some some ass clown down here in Irvine uh, made a bunch of fake companies, like five fake companies, fake financial records, fake EIN numbers, just fake, fake, fake everything, and went to all these different banks and tried to get COVID loans, you know, the grants and the loans. And somehow he was able to muster up like $5 million in federal lending. And if that wasn't stupid enough, has this guy ever seen a movie ever in his life? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Obviously not. Every heist movie ever is, is they're like, Hey man, now that you did this heist, don't go out and be buying a Ferrari because everyone knows you're a loser. And if you just showed up with a Ferrari, flags are going to be raised. So what does this guy do? Goes out and buys a Ferrari. <laughs> he buys a Lamborghini. Uh, he buys a Ferrari. He buys a Bentley. He takes lavish vacations. And um, guess what? We're reading about it because he got caught. And they seized his stuff. They seized his bank accounts. Uh <laughs> 
he's 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 out of jail right now in a hundred thousand dollar bond, and this is not going to be a slap of the wrist because. Nor is he the Lone Ranger, right? Yeah, you, other people are going to get caught doing this, and it's going to crack down because so many companies and so many people were, you know, their survival was based off of those loans and it's just bad optics on scamming the system. And when you get caught, you're going to so get, many levels. you're going to get, let's the not talk about us. karma. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, anyway, that was kind of a douchey move. It was a good try, buddy. You should have just kept the money and, uh, and, you know, just kept it under wraps if you were going to be that kind of guy. But eh, you're screwed. You're going to the clink. <laughs> to the clink. Um, all right. So let me tell you guys about Dodge. They officially opened orders of the 2021 Durango SRT Hellcat. I've driven it. It's the most powerful SUV ever. They were originally limiting this to 2,000 units just in 2021. And uh, But if you got an order in, you will be able to get that order. Um, but also, you know, check out that Durango 392 and the RT. Those are badass as well. But the uh, the SRT Hellcat, 710 horsepower. It's got that new aggressive exterior styling based off of the Charger wide body, by the way. And the interior with that driver-centric cockpit, I know that's what it says here. But now that I got in it and I use the Uconnect, I think it's version 5, it's so much easier to use. It's one of my favorite infotainment systems. It's way faster than the previous generation <coughs> versions. Um, it really is good. So all buyers of the uh, of the Durango SRT Hellcat will get a full day of pro instruction at the Radford Racing School. We've been there. We love that place. Deliveries will begin early this year. And as you guys know, Dodge was ranked number one for initial quality and best driver appeal by mass, for mass market brands by J.D. Power. It's the first U.S. brand ever to be ranked number one in initial quality and appeal in the same year. So see your local Dodge dealer or visit Dodge.com today to schedule your test drive. Uh, all right. So as we're wrapping things up, we've got a few things that we just want to tell you about. Some uh, interesting projects. Um, first is, uh, Bill and I have been working on a project for a while, bringing out a new beverage for you guys. It's a hard seltzer, but it's not a hard seltzer for, uh, for the weak. It is a hard seltzer for the badass. It is called Bravago. It's B-R-A-V-A-G-O. Um, it match picture is going to be on every bottle. That's right. <laughs> it's gonna. <laughs> we're definitely not doing that. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a great hard seltzer. We've, um, We've lightly sweetened it with monk fruit. Uh, if you've been drinking uh, uh, truly and White Claw, um, this is uh, this is going to be way better. So get off of that swill and enjoy our stuff. Um, I'm working on some plans to be able to sell it to you guys online, um, and certainly in, in some states where we're allowed to do it. Uh, our sales team has been off and running. I believe we just signed um, a distributor in Pennsylvania. I found out yesterday we've signed a distributor in Arizona as well, and we're hitting the ground running on many of these things. So this is what I'd like you to do. If you're interested or think you may be interested, go to drinkbravago.com. It's one page. Fire over your email address and your zip code. This will do two things. We'll be able to give you guys updates on how to get it, when to get it. 
Um, but also the zip code helps us out because we can determine where we need to hit uh, our salespeople. We got to get distributors in every state and all the liquor laws and you know all the fuss you got to have to make on launching a product. But um, we have three flavors. We'll send you more information about it. But we have a Rainier Cherry. We have a Vanilla Orange Cream, which is really good. And the, uh, the Strawberry Lemon, which is if you like a lemonade, this is fantastic. So this is what we've done. We've also teamed up with our friends at Barrett Jackson. Very happy to say. Um, love them. Always love their events. And we thought what a great way to launch our product would be at a Barrett Jackson event. They love the idea as well. So Barrett Jackson, Las Vegas. Coming up soon in June, June 17 through 19. It's uh, their they're, they're back in Vegas with a huge event in the big, newly expanded Las Vegas Convention Center, that new wing. It's one of the first events there. They did like one or small, one or two small events. So in June, uh, I believe Vegas is going to be fully open by June 1st. This event is mid-June. I will be there. Goldberg will be there. Uh, a bunch of our friends will be there. Um, you'll be able to buy the product there. And uh, anybody that does uh, manage to get their way into the VIP sections, you should be able to test the product, be able to get the product there as well. But while you're going out there, might as well bring your wallet because Bill's got a badass motorcycle going up for auction as well. Uh, It's a Jesse James built bike. Is that right? Tell us a little bit about the bike. 2003 El Diablo Goldberg uh, edition. I commissioned three bikes for him to build. This was the second one. Um, less than a hundred miles on the bike. It's been sitting collecting two or three, um, uh, particles of dust throughout the years, but it, it was a bike very dear to my heart. But, uh, you know, the older I get, the less time that I want to spend on a two wheel vehicle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, drive something that I can take my boy and my wife around in. So, uh, it's time to part ways with it. And, uh, the boys down at count customs in Vegas, Danny and the boys kind of cleaned it up for me a little bit, got it present or much more presentable. And, uh, I mean, it's a brand new bike. It's, 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 uh, 124 V twin Evo, uh, uh, SMS motor, yeah. six speed Baker, six speed. I mean, the thing is top notch. It's got everything one off. Jesse James bikes are, are known for. And, uh, I haven't seen too many of these things up for sale. Um, the fact is I have every square inch spoken for in my new garage and, this one just won't fit. So uh, it's going to be offered to the public June, well, probably 18th or 19th, you know, in Vegas. Uh, I saw the pictures. Like you said, the guys out there at Count Customs freshen it up. It looks awesome. It's just a badass a chopper. Cool bike to ride. Cool bike to collect if you're, if you're, uh, if you're interested in something like that. We're trying to get it um, set up that, uh, uh, that the bike and, um, and maybe one of the cash bars where you can buy Bravago will be near each other or presented uh, together at the Bear Jackson Las Vegas. And of course, we will be there. As always, if you see us there, come say hi. Uh, if you're testing out the drink, um, you know, let us know. Come take a photo with us. Let us know how you like it. We always want feedback. We want to build this company with you guys. So let us know what flavors you like. Let us know if you like the flavors that we're launching with. Um, and 
because this is ours, we are looking forward to being able to do some special edition things just for you guys. The guys have been listening to the podcast for years and following us on social media. We're going to have some very special things um, to uh, to release to you guys. Uh, that uh, it's really exciting. Will be man. fun. It's, it's, it's going to be. It's, it's really be, cool. We're we're getting into a space that's different. You know, I think for all of us that are involved. Uh, it's a big space and, and, you know, our listeners are uh, a lot of people that make up that space. And so it's great to be able to team with Barrett Jackson and make it available down, you know, the 17th of June. And uh, it's, it's going to be great, man. And like you said, the cool stuff that we can do on top of it, um, you know, uh, package wise and, and yeah. all our fringe benefits, it's, it's going to be great. I can't wait. For it. I, I tell you, I can't say enough about uh, the amount of support and, um, uh, that we're getting from Craig and Carolyn Jackson and everyone over at the at the uh, Barrett Jackson team, uh, they've embraced this project with us. Creating a beverage, by the way, is new for us. Uh, we've been busting our ass on this thing for uh, it's been a, a few years in development, and we've been full speed ahead for the like the last ten months on this. So, uh, making sure. Um, this isn't just a licensing deal. This isn't a handoff thing. This is something where we've developed the formulas uh, on our own. We've hired the best people uh, to make sure uh, everything from the branding, the image, all of it, just a lot. We've got itself. a hand in everything, and we're going to make sure that it's all 100%. You know? And uh, it's got all of our names on it, right? So it's got to it. represent it well. Yes, um, and, and more names too. Wait till we tell you guys about those uh, later on. So if you get a chance, go to drinkbravago.com. Sign up. We'll keep you in the loop. It's just an email list for us. Obviously, you can unsubscribe anytime, but just give us a follow and drink Bravago on social media. It's at drink Bravago everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Give us a little follow and uh, we'll, we'll keep you up to date on this stuff. And hopefully we'll see you at Barrett Jackson, Las Vegas as well. At the very least, I'm sure you're going to see Bill, maybe both of us up on stage auctioning off that bike. I'm excited about that thing. It's going to be badass. I don't know if they're going to get you to ride it up there or, or if they're just bringing it up and, and, uh, Whatever we got to do, man. Yeah, whatever but, uh, we got to do. Barrett Jackson's a carnival, you know, and it's a Hollywood kind of a, a ruckus atmosphere. So I can't wait to be involved, man. It's been a long time. Uh, anyway, so we'll tell you more about this as stuff starts to roll out. But um, but in the meantime, uh, give us a give us a follow. Check out that new project. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me at Motorator on social media. Goldberg and Goldberg Garage on Twitter. Goldberg95, Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. Do yourself a favor. Follow Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. We've got the power packages coming out for for all the Hellcat engines. Uh, you can see the red eye on the dyno. Like, there's some really cool, fun stuff up there. Oh, and I think you just posted a couple pictures of the motorcycle as well. So if you guys just want to at least check that out, we've got a lot more detailed photos and shots of that because it's a badass bike. And it's definitely got... It's a right combination of 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 your style, Bill, and Jesse James, his his signature style as well. So I think you guys will dig that out. Dig that. Um, uh, all right, guys. Thanks so much. Until next time, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. Bro, bro. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com.